Okay, I think we're live. Well, hey, John, good to see you. And it's really great that we can be doing this together with some friends today. So uh, over here, I am I'm in San Jose because we're on the Whistle Stop Tour with Andrew Poudois. So Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. A pleasure. And uh, because we're doing the Whistle Stop Tour in through California with Andrew Poudois, We've got the president of Chia, Andrew Vandiver, here with us too. So hello. It's great to be all together. And um, John couldn't be with us in San Jose, but uh, you joined us for our first night. Um, you want to talk briefly about what we're doing, John? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, good to see you guys. And uh, I, I'm glad I can see you all on, on uh, one screen there squished in. It's uh, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm able to stretch out a little bit, to be honest. But um, yeah, so uh, I was uh, with you guys in Temecula um, on, I think that was the first stop on the uh, Whistle Stop Tour, and it was it was fantastic. I mean, it was a good turnout, and, um, you know, we really appreciate um, Andrew and IEW for, and obviously you, Nathan, and uh, Family Protection Ministries for joining Chia in this tour. Um, it was a, a long time planning Um I think six eventual stops. You, you've done three. Yep. Is that yep. right? Yeah. So, um, you know, real important. And maybe you guys can talk about just the experiences that you're having out there and, and you know, why, um, you know, we viewed this as something that we wanted to do and, and the kind of the mission behind it. Yeah. So it actually started with Andrew. Yeah. Um, Andrew Poudois came up with this, this crazy idea um, through a desire to really support the state organization, Chia. Um, so why? Well, my, my thought was you know, a lot of people can't come or won't come or don't even know about a convention, which is where you build networking and community and share information and get excited and inform people about potential threats to homeschooling and all that. So I kind of thought, well, if the people don't come to you, why don't we go to the people? I had done a a few years, I had done a tour with a friend of mine, also named Andrew, Andrew Kern. <laughs> and so we we just did this thing where we would teach in a city for a day and drive to the next city and teach in that city and drive and do, you know, five cities in a week. And it was just a way to meet a lot of people and bring a lot of people into our sphere. So I thought, hey, I did it with him and I kind of like these guys. I thought it'd be fun to hang out for a while. And so I pitched the idea and voila, here we are halfway through. And I think we're all very glad that we've taken the time and made the investment uh, so far. It just seems like there'll be a lot of fruit from the seeds uh, planted in the soil that we are trying to cultivate. Absolutely. Yeah. So who, what? where's next on the, uh, what's remaining guys? What locations are remaining on the tour? Uh, so today we're driving up to Santa Rosa, California. Well, they're all California, but we're driving to Santa Rosa and we'll be in Santa Rosa from four until nine uh, with a, a dinner break in there. And then, uh, did you want to add anything to that? Okay. And then uh, after that event, we're going to be doing a through the night, well, through part of the night drive to get up to Reading which is where we're going to be doing an event tomorrow morning. Uh, and then tomorrow, and then we'll be driving from Reading uh, 
back down towards Sacramento and doing our final event. I know the Sacramento event is uh, six to nine. The Reading event is from eight until three. So, uh, so if you can make it to Santa Rosa tonight from four to nine, or to Reading from eight to three tomorrow morning, eight to one. Eight yeah, to one. Eight to one. Okay, we eight to one. we got to leave. We have to drive to get to yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have to. Yeah. And then anybody, all that information is on Chia's website if anybody yes. wants to check that out. Yes. And and now you know why I'm not the event planner. <laughs> and uh, it's it's, yeah. it's all free. Any yeah. you know, anyone can come, bring grandparents, bring friends, bring friends, even yeah. if they're not homeschooling. Uh we've had a lot of kids show up. That's yep. been a lot of fun. It's been great. And so uh yeah, let's see who, who we can meet and up here in the Northland. A sure. lot of a lot of both moms and dads. Yep. A lot and of that's dads. been really great. Very, very happy to see so many uh men in the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can get your picture with, with Andrew Poudois and um get him to uh sign a book. If you join Chia on this trip, you get a free book from Andrew Poudois. And if you're if you ask nicely. He'll even sign it for you. Uh, so. You could even just not even ask. That. <laughs> it doesn't have to be nice, even if you don't ask nice. So what, I know all three of you have uh, been involved in speaking. And I think Andrew, your, uh, Vandiver, your wife, Jenny, um, is also involved in, in speaking. So for those who are thinking about coming out uh, one of the next few nights, you know, what are some of the topics that um, folks might be blessed by expect to you know learn something or you know what are what are we talking about it's not just you know homeschooling is obviously a very broad topic but you know what what's what specific um areas are going to be discussed well uh so two of the talks are from andrew pudawa and do you want to give a sure yeah the, the first one is kind of a very broad reaching how to cultivate language arts how to build listening, speaking, and reading, writing skills uh, from preschool through high school, uh, mostly on the on the younger children and the foundation that is set. But it's a very practical, applicable talk, not selling anything to anyone, just saying, here's things you can do every day, and here's how to prioritize. If what you want is kids who can, you know, listen, speak, read, and write well. Uh, so that's the first one, very practical, bring people in. And then we take a little dinner break and we have had Jenny up next mm -hmm. and she's sharing her personal experience getting yep. into homeschooling and kind of from the mom perspective, right. which, which moms always like to hear each other's yes. stories. Yes. And yes. so that's good. And so for, uh, for the next three events, uh, Jenny actually had an, another trip she had to go join. So we have Alicia Watkins, who's going to be from her perspective and i haven't heard that yet so i'm i'm really excited to hear what what she has to share and i think it'll it'll cover uh i'm sure some of the same ideas but uh, uh everybody has a different perspective so i i'm really looking forward to learning from her you'll, yeah, yeah you'll enjoy it i'm looking forward to it yeah. and it's really been amazing how all of the talks have just kind of fit in like mm -hmm. the holy spirit is at work and then we've been fine-tuning as we go so the second talk is uh, much more of kind of a philosophical uh, talk about the importance of uh, um, conquering corrupt culture by raising Christian communicators. So a lot on what is the battle? What is the war that we're in? 
and how do we navigate through uh, that by realizing we're in a war, um, understanding what culture is and how it's supposed to grow faith and why homeschooling is such a, a critical thing for the world because we're trying to actually bring education under the authority of faith. Whereas what we see in institutions, public institution, universities, even you know most of the schools, they're kind of untethered from any authority. There's no accountability. And so Christian homeschooling parents trying to restore that accountability for the education of their children under, you know, the authority of Christ uh, and and live that way. That's a transformative thing for the whole world. So part of what I like to say is what you're doing, oh, homeschool moms, is the most important thing happening on the planet today because you're trying to reprioritize and reorganize the whole the whole universe in a way. I mean, that's maybe a little ambitious, but <laughs> at least our whole universe it's that we know. Smart, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Nathan takes it from there and yeah, we talk about uh, homeschool freedom and why we must protect it um, from looking at what's the what's the difference. And again, like Andrew said, things tie together very well and talking about what's the difference between the world's goals with education and our goals with education in terms of a Christian a worldview versus a non-Christian worldview. And how do the options in California, the legal options for for education allow us to do that? and uh, sort of walking through walking through that and what should our 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 main focus be and that is uh the gospel and so we're really um tying all these things together and um yeah it's 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 great then that kind of uh just ends with thinking about um how how to think about this getting outside of ourselves a little bit too and and why people should make it a priority to join uh, their state organization, CHIA, and Homeschool Legal Defense and Support Family Protection Ministries, because we're not really asking for huge commitments, but, you know, sometimes people just need the prod, like, you know, yeah. you need to do this, okay? And then, you know, then more of them will. Right. So yeah. We're, yeah. we're getting better at the uh, the altar call business. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, I really think the timing, and again, Andrew Poudois, thank you, you know, for kind of spearheading this and getting it going. And, you know, ultimately, you know, I think the Lord has put this together at the right time and with the right people. And um, it, it's evident to me that the timing is not an accident. You know, um, you look around and, you know, over the past, I'm sure you could look over the past several years, but I, I, you know, over the past, you know, year or so coming out of COVID, you know, there really has been a focus um, nationally um, on homeschooling, in my view, like, like never before, where, you know, the numbers are, uh, of families choosing this option are increasing, and you're seeing a lot of um, alarm from, you know, the school districts and the, the politicians and the press and different organizations. And so with that, it potentially comes, you know, a greater scrutiny. And so I think that being proactive in, um, uh, you know, not just, you know, increasing our membership, but talking to people and, and um, giving people the tools that they need to be aware of um, what it looks like to choose to uh, homeschool and, 
how you can be successful and um, educating families on the option um, and the public too, you know, is very important. You know, there's, there's been these articles recently, I don't know if you guys have seen them, um, you know, from the Washington Post has run a series of um, articles, you know, over the last several months about, about homeschooling. I think in the late, their latest edition that came out a couple of weeks ago, um, according to their numbers, I'm not exactly sure how they, how they got them as I sit here right now, but, you know, there's specifically in California, um, a 78% increase in homeschooling since before uh, 2020. So of course they put that number in a big red scary box because that's a big red scary number, you know, for them. But, you know, we have, we have, we have people seeing those numbers and um, voicing concern about them. Now we're not concerned. We're, you know, that's great news. And, you know, we want to be there. Um, our organizations want to be there to be able to encourage and equip and, and, and help those families and have, have success. And we think that they are going to have success, but, you know, you see, um, you know, people like Elizabeth Bartholet, even in some of those Washington Post articles say things like, you know, wow, you know, those numbers are, are huge and, and we should be concerned whether or not these children are learning anything at all. You know, those, you know, things like that are coming out. So I just um, feel that's so ridiculous because yeah. what we should be concerned about is the fact that children who go to schools for the most part, are not learning anything at all, as we see by the collapse of, you know, basic skills, test scores, yeah. countrywide. So, I, you know, part of what I want to do is, can we just turn the tables on these people I think, and them be accountable for their own failed institutions? I think that's great. I think that's great. And I, because, you know, a lot of times what you said is great, not that the kids are not learning, you know, no. but I think that's a very good point. You know, a lot of times, when we talk to, um, you know, new families, you know, they're running, they're running from something and rightly so, you know, there's concerns about, about things, um, you know, whatever it is, there's a lot of things to be concerned about in the culture right now. And, and, and certainly, um, you know, wanting to, um, you know, protect your family is a good thing, but, you know, we also need to talk about the benefits and the success that we have, you know, in our homes and with our children, you know, it's, it's a running to something that is better. Um, it's not simply, you know, out of fear. Um, you know, it can be, it can be many things, but I think that this is a better option in many instances, um, than what you're going to get. So it's, it's, um, I think it's important what you just said, Andrew, to, to talk about that too. Well, and, you know, I would interject and say, you know, the, the events that we're doing are part of what inspires people to feel like I'm moving toward community. I'm moving toward this good thing because I, I completely agree with you. If you're just running away from something, your, your perseverance is not necessarily going to hold up, yeah. but you have that community and vision, then you can thrive. And so that's another reason why being out here, I think is, is really worth doing. We, we actually had a, a mom last night at our event uh, at the Whistle Stop Tour ask, uh, what do I do? I have two sons who uh, I've taken them out of the public school. We're now homeschooling. Uh, I'm excited, but how do I how do I get them to be around other 
uh, homeschool students who are finding success and and uh, going out and conquering the world. And um, and we were able to share, you know, we that's what we have a support network directory for. We uh, we partner with great local organizations who can plug families into with other, with other great families uh, who have kids of of all age ranges who, who you can learn and grow with. Um, so one other thing I just wanted to bring up as we kind of talk about some of these uh, threats that that we see, uh, we we got to hear a great talk from Mike Ferris who started HSLDA um, sharing his his view and, and I'm pretty convinced that uh, we're sort of coming into a third wave of opposition to homeschooling and uh, and where the first two waves centered around the idea that hey it, what you're doing isn't legal you you can't do that and then uh, trying to make it not be legal we're we're now sort of entering into a phase where uh, there's there's going to be a lot of push to shift the cultural view of homeschoolers in a in a negative direction and so uh, with with a new threat like that with these new uh, tactics that we're going to see we I think we it's really important for us to connect band together and uh, and be equipping each other to to deal effectively and, and of course we have to remember these aren't um, you know the these articles are written by people, but ultimately the ideas, the 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 ultimate enemy that we're dealing with is not is not these people who are writing these articles. Yeah. We're um, you know we're fighting against uh, spiritual powers and and not flesh and blood. So I think that's really critical to remember. Yeah, and, and I think that kind of ties into what one of the things that Andrew talks about in his more philosophical talk, which. You know, it's not that we're dealing with um, the the accusations that we've seen before, like, well, homeschool students are not socialized. They're not properly socialized. And so this is a bad, bad thing. No, we've we've seen and most of society recognizes that's not really an issue uh, for most homeschool families. Uh, so then uh, and we're not dealing with the, the challenge that homeschoolers don't do well academically. That's kind of been proven over and over again. That's not. That's not the battle that we're really facing right now. It's it's a worldview. It's a fundamental difference of goal, a difference of what is the purpose of education, and difference of really why we're trying to teach kids something and yeah. what it looks like. Right? I mean, kind of. Well, and and a lot of people making assumptions about homeschoolers, you know, teaching their kids to be intolerant or. Right you know, homophobic or anti something. And then that's, you know, that's the enemy of society. So yeah. kind of boxing everyone into this stereotype of political alignment and then attacking that. Yes. I think, you know, that's kind of what we're going to be headed. Yeah, yeah and I, we've talked about this before, but and I agree with all that. And I think part of that is a shift away from respecting the parents role as the head of their children and being primarily responsible for their children. I think that, you know, it's becoming much more mainstream, this notion that, you know, uh, uh, child, uh, parents should be suspect and that, you know, children belong to society. And there is this shift it's been there. The undertones have been there, you, you know, for a long time. But I think it's it's becoming 
um, you know, greater to attack that parent-child relationship. So I think that that's there as well. Um, I just wanted to touch on, you know, before we left is, you know, Nathan, you know, we're super grateful, obviously, for Nathan and Family Protection Ministries for, you know, what they do in Sacramento and being, you know, on guard for, you know, watching bills. I, I pray and hope that it's a boring uh, next session. Um, we, we always pray and hope that it's boring. And, um, um, but, you know, again, I think that that's, it's foolhardy to, um, you know, think that there's not going to be uh, attacks. And again, I, I hope that they're light and far from now, but I, I'm reading the tea leaves, seeing what's going on, seeing the, the heightened focus. Um, it's more important than ever to support Nathan and Family Protection Ministries. And, you know, right now is kind of the the lull because uh, there is no active legislative session right now, Nathan, right? Yeah, they're uh, on, they come back. When, when do they come back? January 3rd, yeah. Okay, so, um, you know, January 3rd, we'll, we'll all be, uh, you know, praying and, and uh, you know, gearing up for that spiritual battle. It is a spiritual battle. You, you guys are exactly right, you know, so... Um, I guess we have uh, we have a, a month and a half until till they're back and Nathan's uh, reviewing every every bill that that comes up, right, Nathan? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I expect probably in the first couple of days of the session um, a few hundred bills to come in right then. Um, already heard some rumblings of some stuff that I have questions about. Yeah. Um, but then things will sort of ramp up towards the end of February is when it mostly will into uh, it'll build up and the last uh, a couple thousand bills will will creep in the last couple weeks of February so yeah pray for us absolutely well thank we're super glad you're there obviously very important so um well I really appreciate you guys um you know taking taking this time uh, not just to talk today but you know I was you know, blessed to hang out with you guys a little bit on the first day, but I, I, I'm not driving in the van with you and having uh, the free continental breakfast at the hotels or motels that you guys are at. Um, uh, we appreciate what you're doing. I know it's a, uh, it's a little bit of a slog, but um, it's, it's worthwhile and, and we're very grateful. So thank yes. you very much. Yes. I, I, I've appreciated getting to ride in the van next to, <laughs> to both Andrews, but I feel like my, my mental capacity um, keeps finding a new maximum uh, to make room for for the new things I'm learning, but also my vocabulary I think is is uh, growing with every mile. I I, I think yeah. one of the conversations um, Andrew Pudwa mentioned his second favorite word, uh, which was if I'm I remember right vicissitude. Vicissitude. <laughs> Which of course then prompted me to ask uh, it begged the question. It begged the question, you know, that somebody had already asked me to ask, uh, which is, you know, what's your what's your first favorite word? What is your first quintessentially? Quintessentially, uh, and I love the way that. Of course, I mean, so uh, it's been wonderful. It's been he wonderful. answered. He answered that question like, could it be anything else? Right. You know? <laughs> of course. Of course. Okay. Well, sounds like you guys are having a good time in the vans. We are. So yeah, if you haven't, if you're if you're able to come to any of the next couple of events here, 
um, Santa Rosa to tonight and Reading tomorrow morning and Sacramento uh, Saturday tomorrow afternoon. Uh, please join and us. People can sign up. There's no cost. Right. But if they just show up, we'll probably let them in. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can register right there. Oh. You can get in and get a seat and 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 ask your own questions. Yeah. Yeah. It'll right. be, be great. Well, thank you guys very much. And thank you, everybody, um, for watching. And we hope to see you out at these events. Um, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Good to see you, John. You guys, too. God bless you guys. Thank you. Good to see you.